This episode of the Talk Hard podcast is brought to you by Trailer Skips Tasmania and Full Bore Skip Bins. If you're doing a bit of work around the house and you've got large amounts of waste items from household waste, green waste, building or renovation waste or heavy waste items and your piles are becoming bigger than Ben-Hur, give Dan a call to organise your trailer skip or full bore skip bin today. Trailer skips use a unique design incorporating a skip bin built into a trailer for easy removal and tipping. Or if it's a normal skip bin you need, a full bore skip bin will be the one for you. You don't even have to pick it up or dump it yourself. Dan will deliver it for you and he'll take it away and dump it. How good's that? Give him a call today on 0409 801 635. Trailer skips and full bore skip bins. Don't go the half job, go the full bore. Welcome back to the Talk Hard Podcast. Get ready for the ride. Here we go. My name's Briley. My name's Jake. My name's Penny. And this is our father, Brendan Hinkson's podcast called the Talk Hard Podcast. Yes, it is. It's not rocket science. Read the title. Oh, thanks for that, Jake. We've got some great people lined up for you guys. And we hope you enjoy. Our father will be blabbling a lot of shite. So if you do enjoy, leave a review. Like and subscribe. Grab your miso and enjoy the show. Thank you and enjoy. G'day guys, this week on the podcast, Tasmanian football royalty and a true pioneer of the women's game, not only in Tasmania, but also in all of Australia, Summer Jeffrey. One of the most highly decorated and loved footballers in her game, Summer comes in to chat about the early days of football on the northwest of Tassie, the challenges and negativity they had to overcome to make it what it is today, and also her pride in how the game has evolved and how it's viewed today. We talk about the argy-bargy which goes on in the women's game, where hair pulling and boob grabs can be as common as hardball gets, and Summer opens up on some of the shenanigans the girls get up to outside of the game. We also touch on her current employment, which, surprise, surprise, is breaking down more barriers in what used to be seen as male and female roles. This is a great listen for anyone wanting to push themselves outside their comfort zone and take a leap into breaking new ground, not only for themselves, but also for their community. Enjoy. Righto, welcome to the Talk Hard podcast. We always promise the big names on this podcast, and as far as women's football is concerned, they don't get any bigger than this lady. Um, she's a pioneer of women's football. I'd say not only on the northwest coast of Tassie, but I'd say probably in all of Australia. I reckon she was probably one of the first people that were doing it before it became cool. Now it's massive, obviously. So, yeah, she's smashing stereotypes, not just in football, but also in um, in other parts of her life, which we'll talk about as well. So... Summer Jeffrey, welcome to the Talk Hard podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I don't know about big, but... No, one of the biggest names, mate. <laughs> Anyone that sort of listens to the podcast will know that the first thing that I normally try to do is if I have a connection to the person or if I know them personally, I'll sort of talk talk about that and, you know, where we started as well. So we obviously grew up in Latrobe. And I was only thinking about it the other day. Um, I remember even as far back as primary school, I don't know what grade it was, but I think we pretty well went went right through together but you'd always be out playing footy with us and smashing us <laughs> <laughs> so it's something that you've loved from a pretty early age isn't it 
That's for sure, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So did you do you do you remember? Did you like start in Kinder in Latrobe and sort of grow up through Latrobe? You didn't go to any other schools before you came to Latrobe. No, all Laramie from kindergarten. Yep, right through. Right through. Yep. And it's fair to say you're probably a bit of a tomboy in your early days. Oh, definitely. For sure. <laughs> I don't think we used to like you playing with us because you used to show us up. <laughs> I never was allowed to play though. Primary school, they wouldn't let you play. Yep. Do you remember at what point you actually started loving football? Oh, God. Well, f- footy in high school definitely triggered off a few alarm bells. Yep. And then nothing. You couldn't do anything like a mini league. Girls didn't play in mini league either back then. And it was, um, when it triggered off, it was like 2008, I think. It was when it came across. I already had kids by then, yep. by the time they'd started women's footy. So just watching it and seeing it about, yeah, 2008, I think, is when I read it in the newspaper. Yep. That East Got a bit excited. It was starting a women's team. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. <laughs> so back in, in high school and stuff, do you remember, did you sort of speak to teachers and speak to people about trying to get a women's comp going? Were you sort of proactive there or you just sort of let it, let it roll? No, I think I just kicked back and waited for something else to happen. I didn't really want to, didn't push it for that reason. I didn't know if anyone else was interested as well. Yep. I just, yeah, just sat back and kicked the footy out in the street and just watched watch footy, my brother and obviously my dad. But yep. nah, I, yeah, there was nothing. I didn't stick my nose in and want to do anything like that yep so you weren't sort of campaigning for a league or anything like no, that no no just see what happens yeah yep. did you play any other sports as a kid yeah basketball that was my main sport basketball I played that right up to 22s and then just social roster at Denport a few games in Deloraine yeah maybe social netball too yep. yeah played social netball mixed netball yep but no not not footy but it always um it was always there burning away. You always wanted to get into it if definitely, something come up. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, just take us back to your, your childhood a little bit as well, mate. Did um, I know your parents separated when you were quite young? Is that that's correct? Yeah. Yeah. Did you move away for a bit? Because I know. No. So Adam did, didn't he? Yeah. He moved away. Yep. Everyone moved away, and yep. I stayed and lived with my auntie Jan when I was sixteen. Yep. Had a boyfriend back then I think I wanted to stick it on yep as you do love of your life <laughs> that's it <laughs> gave only Jan a few heart attacks oh, probably for sure then she had a baby so that was cool I got to look after Mads for yep. a fair while yep I was in Don College when mum left actually yep just got me license and they all left and I stayed yep she yeah. stayed for love basically yeah, as you could say. Are you glad you did in the end, or would you yeah, would you rather go on? Yeah. Oh, seeing what they did and where they stayed, beautiful places. Yep. Yeah, but it was good because I could go on holidays whenever I wanted. So. Yep. Yeah, got a good like a good career out of um, Don, which was good. Yep. Like hospitality, and then spent twenty years in a bakery. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> and that was at um, Woolworths that you were working, weren't you? Yep. Yeah. Twenty years at Woolies. Yep. Excellent. Well, we'll talk talk a bit more about what you're doing now in a second, but um, I've got it on good authority that you were pretty accident prone as a kid. Oh God! Who Did you fall you into a talking? pool or something at one stage, and you're almost not here to tell the tale? Is I that did. right? I did. Yes, Can I. Can you tell us that story? I was 
it's a funny story actually a friend of mine Lisa Harrison and I were out around my pops pool in Hampton Street and I was on a three-wheeled trike actually just doing laps around the outside and she'd actually and I'd slipped and obviously gone in and she'd ran inside and dogged on me Mm. she's like why is summer allowed in the pool and I'm not (laughs) you didn't mean to get in the pool definitely not so she's gone luckily she went and dobbed on me so mum's iron at that stage dropped the iron and she'd lost the plot and was running up and down the street and a friend of mine fatty harrison she's give her a few slaps in the face but luckily next door he was a med um so they thought that you drowned well instantly knew i was too little to be swimming in the pool yeah so she's dobbed they've all raced outside and yep here i am face down in the pool yep and got the next door neighbor he cleared the fence and brought me back to life then that was all good and then i died again on the way to the hospital bloody hell oh man <laughs> i tell me mum off all the time was you ever looking after me or watching me <laughs> she was too busy doing the ironing oh and that had priorities yeah. i'd drop beer bottles on my foot because i wanted to help dad and yep yeah cut toes open i'd put my fingers in a you know the old windows that you stick an aerosol can under to keep them up well I'd clearly stick a beacon out the window and come down on you yep and my fingers embedded like the shape of the window shit (laughs) bloody hell oh yeah I was accident broke I fell off change tables yeah yeah I was In all sorts of trouble. If you could do it, you would have done it. Oh, for the sure. sound of things. That's for sure. Probably prepared you for your footy career, though, because you've got to be pretty tough, don't you? That's it. So you, you tried out every bone before you started playing footy to see if you could break it or twist it. or. I broke a few. Only <laughs> arms, though. I was good in the legs. Yeah. Yeah. No, yep. if I was broken it or got into mischief, it was me that was <laughs> in amongst it, yes. It was you that was going to do it. Um, so as I say like you you started playing footy before it was a thing so obviously you you were wanting to play footy for a while so tell us about when you read in the paper that East were going to get a side together so that was the first side on the northwest coast women's side yep there was only two in the state at that state yep Lonnie and Clarence I think yep and um, yeah they obviously wanted a side up the coast up here and it might have been Nick Milburn to be honest I think he was sorting it all out and coaching it at that stage and yep. um yeah i just read it and i don't even can't even remember where i i, I might have been at a friend of mine's house and read it in the paper yep and it was just instant and i'm like i'm going i don't care what you say i'm out yep. <laughs> yeah i want to do this i've been yeah. wanting to do this forever since I was smashing those useless blokes in primary school. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Oh, they were all right. <laughs> so do you remember, like, when you started playing, was there still any, like, pushback from, like, I don't know, people that, that weren't supportive of women's football? Do you remember any of those sort of times or any comments or scepticism? Oh, that people golly, had? yeah, there was heaps of it. Yep. I'm the type of person that can brush that stuff away. Yep. But a lot of other girls were... Oh, did you hear what he said? Or he's up there gobbing off. Because, yeah, when we play, there was a lot of negativity. When you're actually playing, like abuse over yeah, the fence and hear, stuff. Yeah, every now and then someone had spurt random stuff out. Yeah. And it was lucky that 
girls are bitchy and girls worry a lot of most girls and like come back into a huddle and they're all like did you hear old mate yell out you should be back in the kitchen yeah, all right. sorts of stuff like that so why were they even there watching you if they weren't interested in it? were you guys playing That's... as a lead up to the men or something were you or no, we played standalone games just right. on the thing, and that's what I'd say. So they'd like, probably paid money to come and watch you. Yeah, for sure. Clearly here watching, yep. but they've just got a, some of their egos are through the roof, so they just yell stuff out. But that was early. It got heaps better yep. as the years went along. So yeah. how, how many years do you reckon it took before you felt comfortable as a women's football player and not feel like, you know, it was a bit of like a sideshow sort of thing, like a bit of a novelty? Oh, you probably could took a good four years just when we yep. finally settled as to like East was a bit up and down and then we went to Sprayton, but we weren't allowed to play in that first year of that because they were still organising the league. Yep. So we had to play practice matches. But that was nearly one of the best years of my footy, that yep. first year of Sprayton because... We had so many girls come in and we weren't allowed to play. So it fed us that, uh, um, that whatever the word is, the hunger, the hunger for to the play. next year. Yeah. Yep. Knowing that we'll be in the league, be in, have a proper side, full uniform and all that sort of stuff yep. ready. So that did fuel us up yep. ready for it. So why did you decide to leave East and go to Spray? And did East fold or was it just that? You knew a few people that were going to Sprayton, or yeah, there was a like word saying telling us we should make a side out there. Yep. Didn't want East to fold because we wanted more teams, obviously, to play footy. Yep. And so, like, I left, and a couple of my friends come with me. So there was still a few that stayed at East, and a fair few come. So it was like a yeah, it feeds along. Yep. You go, well, I'm coming too. Yep. And one would say, no, well, I'll stay. Yep. Which was good. It was definitely negative to start with. There was a few going, oh, you're taking all our players. That was hard. Yep. But I more so wanted also more footy on the coast. So if there was two teams, extra teams, then wicked. Yeah. So East were the only team on the Northwest. So who did you play against? We only got to play Lonnie and Clarence because yep. there was only three sides. Yep, in all of Tassie. Yep. Yep. So we'd travel. They were good. Yep. Bus trips are always good. Yeah. That's I'll bet sure. you had a ball. We yeah. could do a whole other podcast on some of those stories, oh, I'm sure. Oh, my golly gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of inside running on a couple of them, which we'll oh, touch on, but no, golly. we won't Where go into have it. you got your information? <laughs> I don't divulge my sources, but I know people close to you. Oh, golly. Um. Yeah, so um, so from there, so you went to went to Sprayton, and then you had a bit of a bit of a stint at Devonport after that, didn't you? Yeah, Sprayton could unfortunately not keep us there anymore. Yep. For unforeseen circumstances, but yeah, um, Devonport were hundred percent willing to take us on. Yep. Um, and the, so basically, the whole Sprayton team went to Devonport. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was good. Yep. And that was the same, playing against the same people as well, so playing against like Launceston and Clarence, or were there yep, other teams sort of league. coming in by then? Or At the time that we went to Devonport, they wanted it all affiliated with the men. Right. Yep. So they wanted Bernie, the Devonport, your Lonnies, your North Lonnies. Yeah, they're basically the statewide men's. Yep. So they wanted all the same women's teams in it. Yeah. 
So that's why Sprayton couldn't be in it. So yep. that's why we had to go to Devonport. Yeah. To affiliate with the statewide yep. men. Yeah. Yep. So during that time, is it 2011, they had the first ever women's state football team and you were you were a part of yes. that? Yes. Yep. According to my research, it is. I know your research is a bit hazy. Yeah, mine's <laughs> and mine's probably wrong too, but we'll say around that time was... Yeah, yeah. How, how how was that like as far as a as as an accolade and something that was a oh. first was that like a big buzz for you guys? Yeah, Matt, yeah, definitely. And a lot of us worked really hard for that too to try and get in. Yeah, and just to go away and represent Tassie was just yeah a real good honour actually. Yep. Yeah, and that was our first year. I was actually vice captain of yep. the. First, That's eh? good. I got that bit of research right oh. too. <laughs> so, was there I many? Um, was there many girls from from Sprayton that made the side? Yeah, there was a few. There, uh, list. It might have been two thousand and ten. Okay. I don't know why I'm thinking. That's that. all right. I'm happy 10, to be 11. wrong. Yeah, don't matter. <laughs> around the same time. Yeah. Um. Uh, Liss, Alyssa, yep. Breezer. Uh, yeah. Oh, was Gibbo in amongst that? Yeah, there was. There was quite a few. Rachel Crack. Yep. Jess Whelan, maybe that's the same year. Yeah, along that, yeah. Yeah. There was a few of us. Unreal. And so since then, though, that's been something that's been every year, has it? It's stopped now. I don't know what... Oh, obviously, there's not a, a statewide women's side, but yeah. but they're doing the, which is good, the rep side, so the northwest and the north and the south. Yep. So that's... Um, Alveston played off in that this year yep. yeah so they're still doing that part of it so you still work hard to try and get your way into a rep side which yep. is definitely something they should always put in there yeah excellent and what did you find the response was to to that going away and, and playing for tassie like as far as supporters and people coming to watch you over on the mainland unreal was it? Yep. yeah amazing it's a pity we didn't have the you now they um live stream it Yep. Back then, I think they they filmed them, but yep. I don't think they live streamed many of them. So which, you had plenty of support though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every day you'd get messages in boxes saying how you went and congratulations or bad luck, but good luck with it all. Yeah, no, nah, unbelievable support from yep. family, friends, the clubs that you played at. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Well, you were breaking new ground, weren't you? So it was something that was sort of new and, and exciting, exciting for everyone. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And to go away with it with a group of your teammates, like, did you have a ball over there? Did you just get to let your hair down a bit, or was yeah, it all we all were. football? <laughs> <laughs> so back in that, like, the era's changed so much now. It's weird, but back in the day, it was we nearly wanted a beer as soon as we come off the ground. Yeah, like it was instant. Where's the beers at? Where's yeah, the, or, I don't drink beer, but vodkas or where's the grog? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely trying to celebrate. Yeah. Um, so obviously you, you you're now playing for Latrobe, but the the first um, first version of Latrobe was called the Mersey Leaven Power, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, yep. that's right. Yep. So was that an amalgamation of a couple of clubs as well? How did that work? Yeah. So that year's real blurry. To my knowledge, it was the same sort of thing as we had to be a TSL side, but there wasn't quite enough at Alveston. There wasn't quite enough for Devonport, and Latrobe wanted a side there as well. Yep. And that was like for me to play at Latrobe, 
was a no-brainer. If they had asked for a side, that's where I was going. Like, yep. My blood's there. It's been there for years. Yep. So they, yeah, amalgamated them all to make one side and made it, obviously, Mersey leaving. Yep. And then the year after that, there was more that wanted to play at Lonnie and there's more for Dev. So we were eventually allowed to make the three teams. Yep. So just more numbers come on board. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which would have been pretty pleasing, wouldn't it, considering if you, you didn't have enough numbers to begin with to get that extra support and extra participation was to have those standalone awesome. sides. That's big, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Had more teams to play. You didn't have to play the same team three times a year. Yep. Yeah. No, yep. it was great. Yep. So it was 2017 that Latrobe women's team was formed? Yep. Yep. According yep. to my research, anyway. It, so we'll go with was. that. <laughs> I know that year because that's a premiership year. Premiership year. So I was going <laughs> to ask you about that. So that's um, that's your one and only premiership that you've played in? Yes. So that surprised me. I thought you would have played in a couple along the, the track. Have you played in many grand finals I've and things like that? I've played in all bar, there's another, maybe four. Yep. Out of, since 2008. Yep. I've been runner-up. Yep. <laughs> Many times. Yep. So winning a flag, they say, is one once in a lifetime. And I agree. It is like the people that get to play three in a row, you just envy those guys. Like, And you'd been nuts. through the hard times to get there. Like some, some people say that you've got to lose one to win one, but losing three or four to yeah. win one is a pretty hard pill to swallow, Definitely. isn't it? And underdog too. We were underdogs that year. We got pumped by them in the prelim or the sec first semi yep and yeah come out and yeah beat them in the grand final yeah nuts so what <laughs> what changed in the grand final would you say was there like a, a specific strategy or was it more your motivation can you put your finger on why you think you won that game the teamwork we played on that day was nuts like unbelievable and oh i don't know just we just knew we had nothing to lose so we just threw it all out there, yeah. And might have rattled Penguin a bit and just got under their, whatever the word you'd want to say. Under, under their, their skin. skin. Yep. And, yeah, just put the scores on the board. And once they kept rolling, we knew we had a chance at winning. So yep. basically we just kept doing what we were doing, played in right spots people were doing their jobs and discipline yeah all all of the above all the things you could do right we did on that day yep yeah just all came together for you it's yep. funny our grand finals are like that sometimes aren't they that's for sure <laughs> and it was like played in winded and the support too the so here in the crowd from the supporters when you kick a goal yeah it boosts your morale up tenfold yep yeah um, you say you say you got under their skin. It's one thing that's always interested me about the the women's football. I know in the blokes' football, you know, there's always a bit of a niggle and an elbow and you know, a cheap one under the pack and that sort of thing. What <laughs> explain the women's game to me? Is it is it similar or are you a bit oh, more respectful God, yeah. of each other or or is it worse? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's you don't have to the dob same. anyone in or anything, no, but no. just uh, yeah, definitely always. Just one person comes to mind. She's got this this mouth but she says the randomest things yep and i won't mention who it is but if whoever listens will know i'm talking just random things she'll yell at people like stand beside her and tell her uh, um what she's gonna cook 
between the ne- like random <laughs> just stuff just to get in the head yeah and they just think what the hell is she saying yeah yeah that's it just in recent years but back in the day yeah definitely yeah put hair you get your hair pulled a lot especially if it's not up yeah you learn that the hard way yeah not in not intentional but like when you tackle like and boob grabs and yep all sorts your hands just go everywhere and you think <laughs> but they'll definitely... do you have to change your technique because of those sort of things or well you can't really no it's you've just got to be prepared for it yeah, yeah. yep and bruise i bruise easy just yep. and then there's there's war wounds you can show look look at that bruise that was from such and such but definitely there's we've had i remember a couple of all-in brawls yeah right people come from punches thrown yeah yeah <laughs> When there's family members involved in the one team, maybe three sisters. Yep. That's fun and game. Yep. I think it's like that in any footy side, isn't it? <laughs> oh, if you've definitely. got a sibling playing or, you know, a relative or something, you usually stick up for them, don't yeah. you? It's, yeah. Definitely not too bad. Yep. There's been a couple of all in brawls and chins wagging and tongues going to town. But yeah, no. I think it'd be same as men's yep. chirps and. not. I don't know if I. There's many, many jumper punches or nigglies underneath. I don't think we'd know how to do that. But yep. Not all I It's more wrestling and scrapping and that sort of yeah. thing, is it? It's like, yeah. Some people are like, get off me. What are you doing? Mm. I'm like, mate, you're playing footy. <laughs> so what happens? <laughs> and throw the ball at you. Like, yeah. Yeah. The new ones tend to back foot like, what the hell are you doing? And get aggressive with you. Yep. But... You go, mate, you're playing footy. This yeah. is what happens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just little things like that. Yeah. It's our game now. This is how we play. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Um, so just talking about the, the 2017 Premiership, were you captain of the side that year? Yes. Yep. yep. So that was a big oh. honour for you? Yeah. Got to lift the cup? Definitely. Yep. yep. Tears were flowing that day. I reckon. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. yep. No. And you would have celebrated pretty well afterwards? Oh, wow. Yep. Back to... My sister-in-law's my brother's house and doors were broken. Just a normal day at Jiffy's yeah, house. Yeah, that's true, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, massive night. Daylight. Yep. Yep, seen yep. the daylight. Probably cracked another couple too. And yeah. then kept going by day three maybe we'll... <laughs> day three. <laughs> finally got some sleep. Bloody hell. So I know, as you say, that your your memory's a little bit hazy, but can you me- remember some of your accolades that you've got over your footy career? Can you remember? You don't have to name, like, years and things, but obviously, you know, making the state team was a biggie, but best and fairest and rep sides and things like that. Can you remember if one, if you've won, how many you've won, uh, how many sides you've gone, gone away in, that sort of thing? Definitely. We went, I went to Adelaide and I've been to Cairns and, well, Masters footy, that's kind of counted I do get to play for Tassie but that's um, if you ever get old enough play footy for Masters it's amazing yep. um, but best and fairest definitely a couple of few runners ups yep um, but I got to, I'm pretty sure I was best and fairest in the year that we two years for Sprayton yeah definitely yeah I think a few yeah yep um, rep sides, I think two rep sides. We, we wore the sexy maroon and gold. That was attractive. <laughs> White shorts, 
my pet hate. Wouldn't have been your choice. No. <laughs> white, women in white shorts should not be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think many blokes like wearing them either. Oh. But Yeah. Um, so what sort of player are you? Like how would you describe yourself? There's one person that used to say something to me all the time, Paul Dixon. Yep. He used to tell me I was hard as a goat's forehead. Yep. And it's stuck forever. <laughs> and I guess I think, well, yeah, I think that's me. Yep. See ball, get ball. And and my dad used to always tell me to keep my feet. Yep. Because I'd, I'd just dive on the footy. Yep. When you get older, that's definitely the wisest words you can say. Yep. Because getting up off the ground when you get older is just... <laughs> Doesn't get any easier. No, no. not at all. <laughs> um. From your time in footy, and I know that you're still playing, which we'll talk about in a second, but who's the best players that you've seen play? doesn't have to be teammates or played against. Does anyone sort of stand out? Yeah, Gibbo. Yep. She like, love watching her play. Our friend of mine, she actually plays Brisbane line, Jess Wooshner. I yep. play with her in state. She, just watching her, she's great. Um, everyone asks me, my, asks us me. <laughs> Asks, asks me, yeah. who's my toughest opponent? And I I don't really know if I have one. My toughest, Jess Whelan is my pain, it's not even a word either. She's she's a pain hard, in the ass. Yep, yep, that's her. She'd know I'd say that too. <laughs> Just playing on her, quick on her feet. You don't know where she's going, so she shits you to tears. Yep. You don't know where she's going to go. Yep. And then she gets around and you just want to kill her. Yep. Like, type of person, but... Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a toughest opponent, but idols, I've got plenty of those, yeah. Yep, definitely. who would they be? Definitely Gibbo. Um, uh, Chantelle Graham, I love. used to love how she used to play footy, and a good friend of mine, it's past now, uh, Kel Gow, she was beautiful, like, loved watching her play footy. Yep. Yeah, just... People I idolise and love to watch the way they play footy is where I look at it mostly, yeah. Yep. So I know that you're you're involved with the juniors, you're coaching the under-17s. Is that right, this year you're coaching them? No, it's last... We're still in the same... Last year I finished because now I work away. Oh, right. Yep, makes it... It's hard. Yep, makes it a little bit more difficult. But I was going to say, who who are the young ones that are coming through now that you think have got a fair old future from the ones that you've seen? Who do you like to watch play? Coming through the ranks, oh, there's there's a few f- f- following through now at the moment. Um, little Tilly Rockcliffe, she plays for La Trobe. They've just had a rep side, actually. There was a Bella, my niece. I've got a snap out of her, though. There's little few things I need to get out of her. She <laughs> likes sure to you tackle will. before she'll get the footy. I'm yeah. working on that. Yep. Um, so she worries about the player more than the ball. Yeah, yep. loves to tackle. Yep. But we're trying to bust it into her to get the footy first. Yeah. Like you're not going to get the footy from behind, mate. Yep. Yeah. So she's sort of waiting for them to get it so she can tackle them. Yeah. Yep. Once she's got it, she's great. It's yep. Just some little, a few, lot of girls are like that. But yeah, a little Tilly. Um, like there's a good midfield at Latrobe. You've got um, Taya Parker and Jazz. Yep. Yeah. And my niece Shelby, I can't wait for her to come up. And another girl. Jada, just backliners, run straight at the footy, get it out. Yeah, yep. there's definitely a few that I'm saying I can't wait to come up and play with me. I've only got a few left. 
I'm waiting for it. That's what they all say. You're a long time (laughs) retired, mate. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a few through the tribe anyway. Yep. So you you were pretty hard at, or you are pretty hard at hard at the ball. Have you had any major injuries? Is there any anything that you really sort of hurt that set you back for a while? Or? I did a knee that was gross, um, ligaments in my knee. So literally, my felt my right leg was hanging off. Wow, just hanging on by a couple of ligaments. Was that recently, or was that a few years ago? No, that was that was Mersey leaving. I right. was playing for then. Yep. Um, ankles, my ankles are weak terrible i even roll my ankle now and rip the tape yeah that's i don't know how i do it yeah it's real loose yeah i've just don't ask me i must walk bow-legged or something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just weak ankles done a bad knee but i've never been knocked out ever in footy yeah say that now knock on wood no or been what's the word for it Concussed. Yeah, that way. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, I've never had a concussion. Yep. Well, that's Must good. Be. Well, hopefully that continues. All the young knockouts I've had have hardened me up a bit. <laughs> Must I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we never managed to knock you out in the in the primary school days. You probably knocked a few of us out though. Oh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, superstitions before games? Did you put one sock on before the other, or wear the same pair of socks, or uh, do anything like that, or same undies? Same undies. If they're not the same undies. I'm no good. I'm no good. <laughs> the, I nearly still have. I've probably wore the same pair three years in a row. Yep. Just you just know, like I ride up your butt till they just annoy the shit out of you. And so. you're worrying more about that than getting the ball. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. When it's balls finished, you're like, yeah, pulling them out of your butt. <laughs> but no, not really. I've been captain so many times, so running out first is a Disused thing. To that, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. so then I'm thinking, oh, I better get up the front. Yeah, I can't remember. I know there's a year that I haven't been captain, and I think I'd done. I left, waited for the last. Yeah, and I'd run out the very last. Yep, but not, no, not really. Yep, we'll stick with the undies, mate, and you'll yeah. keep getting a kick That's for the, the next few years. It's <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and you played with your daughter this year, is that right? Was yes. That this year? Yep. yep. Tell okay. us about that. That would have been a bit of a buzz. Oh, that was amazing. She had been, our coach had said to me, do you reckon Taz will want to play up in the women's? Because we were pretty short this year. And I'm like, oh. I was like, mm, I don't know. Mm. She's hard at the footy. Definitely hard at the footy, but she's... The wind. She's once she's run a bit. She's wrecked. Well, like us all, I suppose. Yep. But, so she doesn't like running much. She hasn't got a big tank. Nah. Yep. The mother doesn't have a big tank. Spreading it this far. Yeah. Uh, so when he'd asked, I'm like, yeah, go and ask her, see what she says. And then there was a game that he wanted her for, and I'm like, nope, because I was at work. Yep. So I'm like, I'm not missing out on watching it, let alone not playing with her in it. Yep. If she's going to play, she's playing with me. Yep. <laughs> sort of put my foot down there. Yeah. And, yeah. and plus I, I wanted that. to watch. Yep. If she was playing and I wasn't watching, I was I would have been dirty. Well, you ended up getting the best seat in the house. You're out there with That's her. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then that first couple of minutes, um, Emma Humphreys, she's pretty well known. Yeah, yep. you know Emma. Yep. Um, 
She got the footy and just ran straight towards Taz, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Shit. <laughs> the mum <laughs> so, instincts yeah, kick in. sick feeling in my stomach, but she ran straight at Taz. Taz just launched at her. Didn't quite get her, but scruffed the shirt, and I'm like, well, I can relax a bit now. Yep. I know she's going to She's passed have the first crack. test. She's, yeah. So that was good to see. Then I sort of relaxed a bit after that. And... That's awesome. Did she play out the year in the in the women's team? No, or... no. She only, it was right near towards. That was our last game. Too. Oh, okay. Yep. So, no, she only played that one game. Yep. How's she going to go for next year? Will she be straight in there? Do you reckon? No, uh, no. Nah, we'll warm her up into junior before you come in. There. <laughs> Typical mum. Uh, well, she might. <laughs> yeah. I eat my words if she does. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, it's a magic moment though. It's something you can Definitely. talk about forever, oh, can't you? Unreal. Yeah. No, truly amazing. Yeah. No, it was good. Even running out onto the ground when she was there was, yeah, very emotional. Didn't cry. Normally I'm sook. But yeah, no, no, it was great. Excellent. I think there's another family member of yours probably hanging on to have a game with one of their children too at some stage. I so. did read a little card that might have slipped out there to say one more, please, one more. Hopefully that's going to happen Definitely. Ne- next year. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on um, women's footy today and AFLW? Do you watch it? Yeah, yeah, love it. Yep. Who do you go for? I'm a massive Daisy fan. Yep. She's the D's, but... I've got a soft spot for Brisbane because so many of the girls from Tassie had gone straight to Brisbane. Yep. So I'm a Brisbane girl, but my next spot's D's. Yep. Yeah. And what's what's your thoughts on it? How do you think it's going as a spectacle? Unreal. Yep. Like, it's got bigger so, every year, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, so glad it's as big as it is now. Yeah. Nah, some of them girls could play definitely with some of those men. Yep. For sure. Yeah. No, they're hard at it, aren't they? Yeah. No, it's good to watch. <laughs> yeah. It was ugly to start. That first year of women's football was obviously real low scores, hard to watch, and you knew it was going to get better. Well, yeah. I did. I had faith in it, but yep. yeah. Yeah, no, it's always improving. Do you keep in touch with any of the girls up there that you played footy with? Do you talk to them at all? Oh, every now I've got whoosh on snappy, but... No, every now and then. Yeah. Really, very random, but. Yep. Yep. Just birthdays, sort of just give the old shout out. But yeah, no, nah, not not close, close. Just following yeah. them on the telly. Yeah, yep. that's it. Excellent. So, how much pride do you take in how women's football is today, knowing that you know you're probably one of the people, particularly in this region, but as I say, you would have been one of the first in Australia. When you look at it now, do you feel like a sense of pride that you guys were the the groundbreakers? Yeah, definitely. Yep. It's it's humbling to know that you were one of the first to ever play in Tassie and then to still be playing is, yeah, yeah, real humbling, yep. actually. Like, the first girl that I ever remember standing up there with and ran out in the ground for that first training session was a girl, and she's not a grub anymore, Kylie Grub. We called her Giraffe. She's Kylie Johnson. Yep. Big, tall giraffe, we used to call her. And she she stuck in my head from that first day that I went to that first training session. So, and I'd know her and talk to her all the time. Yep. So, from then on, just the people I've met, the people I've played with, it'd be thousands nearly. Yep. And, like, supporters and everything through it has been 
Unreal. Yeah. You're all connected for life now, aren't Definitely. you? There'd be a fair old bond there, wouldn't it? The yeah. ones that struggled and slugged it out to begin with. Yeah, likely. And the old boys that had come and bring their dogs, we'd dress their dogs up. Yeah. Like a, that was sprayton days. And and even if you've seen them on the street, like you probably haven't seen them for five years, and they'd say, still playing footy, Zama? Like stuff like that just gets you In up. In 10 years, you'll be going, yep. Still, and I'm on about ten. <laughs> Definitely, give me five, four. Yeah, yeah, good on you, mate. Keep going as long as you can. Like I say, you're a long time retired. Oh, the oldest crippled forty-year-old you've probably ever seen into. <laughs> as long as you're still getting a kick, they'll still have you. That's it. Um, we spoke a little bit about family. Obviously, your family's got a fair connection to the Latrobe Footy Club. Just speak a little bit about family and what does it mean to you, and what are your earliest um, memories of Latrobe Footy Club? Oh, earliest memories is that, why does Terry Keys come to my mind? Yeah. Like, back in them days, Adam was the little mascot, and yep. I literally lived right across the road from the gate, yep. at the back that gate. That was early 90s, I think, from memory of those days. Yeah. Well, 93, 94, something like yep, that. Yep, yeah, would have been. Yep. And we'd get, like, grand finals, we'd be face-painted right from... Head to toe streamers, like they were the early days. I remember, and then just from then on, it was the Trove Putty Club basically. Yep, that's where we'd went. Like, yeah, and from I don't think any other clubs kind of come close to the club that the Trove are. Yeah, yeah, for me anyway. Why is that? What makes them special, would you say? Just, just the luck. Like, one big family I guess and it's been like that all the way through every year like it's always different people always different committee members but just it's the best family club you could stick your nose in I suppose yeah yeah not because I'm always there but being around other clubs like yeah Yeah. Um, yeah do you remember watching your dad play yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very vague, but... What sort of player was he? You would have heard about him. I definitely heard about him. Yep. <laughs> he was... This would be good. Hard nut. Yep. <laughs> Bit of white line fever. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> when you're suspended from the sport for life, there's definitely got to be a reason. To... Yep. Uh, it just, he didn't like umpires. I don't think he was too bad with players, yep. obviously. But the umpires... Is... Umpires were never right. No. <laughs> and they're still not. Yeah. I'll hear him roar from the can bar and it gives me shivers. Yeah. Just like a, a noise that I'd hear when I was little. Yep. And I hear it now and I'll just look over and go, Whoop, or I'll look at my sister if I'm standing with her and we'll both go, <laughs> Dad's up and about. Yeah. And what's what's his feedback to you about your footy? Is he Does he give you any feedback or is he... He's yeah. obviously very proud of you. It's one-liners, always one-liners. He used to stand, and I'd love it, in the back, in the forward, forward line, or if I was back, he'd stand wherever end, and he'd just yell out little things, like, ball's coming, so many steps right, like, so many steps left. Watch the ball, read the ball. Like, yep. just in the back of your head, you hear it, and it's, uh, like, just it's not relaxing. It's, like, comforting. Yeah. So, no, ooh. Dad's onto me. Here we go. We've got to go. Keep your feet. Yep. Keep your feet. Yeah. And always, always tells me to keep my feet. But... Yep. Yeah, you're no good on the ground, are you? <laughs> That's it. 
And what about Adam? Obviously, you've watched him play a lot of football. Definitely. He's yeah. the same as Dad. They're dry. They just give you the one, two liners. And you just you just need to read their body language to figure out if you're going doing enough or you're not. Yeah. Just they don't say much, but they but you see it yep. more than you do hear it. Yeah. They're big supporters of yours, aren't they? They're oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we won't go into Adam too much because he is going to do a podcast at some stage. <laughs> um, but what sort of pride do you take in, in what he's achieved? He's achieved some great things in his football career. I know he doesn't like to talk about it, but we will. Definitely. Oh, just proud. Just only word. Like, it's a word everyone uses, but it's a... Depending on how you use it, it's... Oh, the things he does for the club, the things he does for the community, like, and he just rattles stuff off his tongue. Like, when I get up in front of people, I'm useless. It just, it's in there, but it doesn't come out. Yep. This is quite easy sitting here. Yep. There's no one here listening to you, except for me. Pretty pretty good, actually. You wait to see how many people are listening later, though, so don't muck up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's easy when you can't see them. I'll be like, oh, Christ, I don't listen to that. That's some (laughs) dribbling shit. (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, proud is just one word. Yep. And the things that he's done for many, many people is Mm. just outstanding. Yep. You can you can talk long enough about what he's done as a footballer, but it's probably more important what he what he's done as a person, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he could you know never have played a game of football in his life, and he'd still be still be a legend. Oh, he could write a book. Yeah, bloody sure. oath. Oh, you could write a book about him. Don't worry about <laughs> that. I'll get plenty of stories about him. Don't worry. And um, so as far as his football goes, what sort of player do you think he is? Like, how do you think he rates as a player? No. He's a standard footy player, but he's always in the right spots. He's a team player, and like you'd want him on your team just to have your back as well. Like yep. you know, he's coming. Yep. If you're in a, in the middle of a melee, that Jiffy's gonna come and yeah. have your back. He always flies the flag, doesn't yeah. he? Especially with his juniors. Like if someone's yeah, if someone's in trouble, Jiffy's gonna be there. Yep. No matter who it is, but he'll shake your hand as soon as he's walked off the ground. Like, yep. you're no enemy to him, he's so... Yep. Plays yeah. it in the right way, leaves it all on the field. Definitely. Yep. Um, so that'll do us for football. The only other thing that I want to touch on with you, uh, some of your Mad Mondays are quite legendary that you girls used to have. I have it on good authority that you managed one time to fall out of a wheelie bin and scun all the skin off your knuckles. Tell us that story. I still have the scars on my finger. You must have done Fingers a hell of a job. Are, can you see that? Bloody hell. Ah, uh, yeah. For all fun and games. Pushing, I think, oops, isn't it? Shannon. Oh, yeah. Pushing Shannon around in the wheelie bin. I'd stopped her to go, I don't know what I was going to do, but it fl- slipped and fell clean on my hands, Shit. drunk, not realising I should lift the wheelie bin a little bit and then pull my hands out. But mm, no, I pulled my out. hands clean out, hit my face clean on the back of the wheelie bin, chipped me too. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was funny at the time, but it hurt for two days, three days. I reckon, days. once the grog wore off. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What yeah. other escapades have you got up to? Have you had any other injuries oh. on Mad Mondays? Anything that stands out? Didn't you all dress up as Where's Wally one time oh, or we something? Did. That was great. That was our premiership year we did that. Yep. Yeah. That 
that and was just one terrorise the whole town. Yeah, and they knew we were coming. That's for sure. <laughs> they knew we were. Did coming. they lock the doors or they welcome you? No, no, they were great. They let us in because they knew how much grog we're going to drink. They're going to make a killing. They wouldn't let yeah. anyone else in. I don't reckon they would have just got in your way. No, I think when the men, the boys, had their Mad Monday same day. Yep. But we tried to keep them separate. But we all finished at the Lucas. Is where we go. Yep. Finish off there and Lucas generally looks after you pretty well. They were they? great. Yeah. Every uh, year too. Yeah, yeah. You've got to finish off the right way, don't you? That's finish it. off with a headache. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty good. I don't get hungover. Don't you? I, me brother's the same. I don't know how. My sister's no good. Well, he obviously doesn't because he gives it a fair crack. <laughs> yeah. Just immune to it. Which is definitely why I think I go all right on a mad money because I know I'm going to be fine the next day. Yep. Yeah. Whereas most people, as they get older, they've got to pull back because they know they're no good for days. Yep. No, I know I'm, I'm not. still all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm st- I can still say I pull up well. <laughs> You're probably conditioned. Yeah. Piss fit. <laughs> Piss fit. That's what it is. <laughs> um, so, like I said in, in the intro, like your whole life, you seem to be ma- smashing, you know, stereotypes of what male and female people should be doing. So, tell us about your job now, what you're doing. So I've left a bakery job and now I drive haul trucks, very big haul trucks down at Savage River. Yep. Yeah. How'd that come about? I did a women in industry course. I've always wanted to do it. Just kids, lifestyle, never thought I could be away from them. But then I did a women in industry course that I did in Burnie and it was an industry course that you could do like welding and um, what else was there? Like just hands-on stuff that a bikes normally do. Yep. But they find women are better with like they have. What's the word for your hands? Like they're more gentle on gear and their hands. I don't know what the words for it. I can't think of it. But yeah, we're basically gentle on gear, more. Like not productive, shouldn't say that. Um, just want to get a job done at its best to our ability. I think yep. it's just a woman thing. Yep. I don't know. Like my, some men might be exactly the same, but yep. that's just how they feel that it is. Yep. So truck driving was in there. So we did a site tour at Savage River, um, and then I was like, oh my god, just seeing the machinery that they have down there. I'm like, wicked. Yeah. Like, Let's pursue this. And a friend of mine... A lot of people had shit himself, but you are like, Get me, let me oh, at yeah, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, mate, looking at it, standing underneath one of those trucks is... They're impressive, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I literally just took my kids and my niece, my nephew, mum and Leela down there last weekend. Well, four days ago, basically. And, yeah, I'm so glad I took them down there because I can actually see what I do now. Like mm. my niece, Shelby, thought I drove a tractor. Yep. Not actually a... Yeah massive piece of yep. machinery the tyres as big as my four wheel drive it's well, as big as some pubs <laughs> yeah that's just, <laughs> yes yeah but no and just went oh I want to do this yep. not knowing when or how or what but that industry did open me eyes to what what you can do basically what women can do that they should pursue yeah yep. so and, and when you say you, your niece wants to do it now do you take pride in that that she sees that you know, Arnie Summer does this, so we can do this. That too, yeah. Shelves was like thinking I drove a tractor, so when she's seen how big the machinery was, I don't know whether she wants to do it, but 
she definitely know opened her eyes up to what it well, is. She knows she can if she wants to. Yeah, and that, yeah. Yeah, awesome. So tell us about your actual role. What do you do? So it's night shifts and day shifts. Yeah, so yep. it's four on, four days on, four off, and then you do four nights. Um, you sleep down there, they feed you, they... Oh, they feed you pretty well, you can, don't they? They do feed you well. You can eat well. Yep. Or you can eat... You can fatten up. Oh, that's <laughs> definitely for sure. Definitely can eat what you want, but you can... Pull back and only have enough yep. like, that you need. But, yep. yeah. Yeah. And gym and, like, it's, everything's down there. Yep. It was hard, definitely hard at first, but getting used to it now. The girls, they're old enough now. They fend for themselves. They, they have chores. If they don't get their chores done, then they don't get luxuries, I suppose. Yep. Same, same, but diff, yeah. Yep. And, you know, doing working away and working down there, you get the luxuries of, you know, it's a pretty good payday, so obviously you can look after them if you want to. Yes, definitely. They know, like, back in the day it was struggle. I've struggled a lot, but it's that little bit extra now. They can, instead of having dirty old wheat bigs, they can have Nutri-Grain type yep. of thing. Yeah. Yep, just the little things. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Makes a difference. So tell me about, like, a... a, a a, um, a standard shift for you so what do you actually do so you're just driving down to the bottom of the quarry and driving back up is that what you're doing or well, yeah, it's open cut it. is it yep yep it's open cut mine um it's 12 and a half hour days you get your lunch and your smoko a lot of people think god imagine that driving a truck up and down in and out of a pit but it's not it's actually there's so much more things that like the radio and the like what's going on, what you might have in the back of your truck, where you're taking it to, what dump. Yep. So many things. So you're not just driving back and forward to the same place all the time, you're not, going to different areas? Yeah, not all the time. Some days you'll probably be on all, so your 25-minute runs up and back, same spot. Yep. But like, I'm not rowdy, but I like to make, a, make it a fun workplace. Yep. So I'll say some random things on the radio like stir people up not so much we do have a a tough guy on mind control we, we oh, sort right of pull back a bit so we don't say nothing but <laughs> so you can't be too loose yeah like <laughs> maybe one of the digger ops will say that's d type and i'll be like copy the d like mm-hmm. just stupid things but maybe make someone smile through the radio i don't know yep. but i try and Good not on you. bad but and there's got few guys that have started that I think we've made a good morale down there. Yep. There's different shifts. Everyone's like, oh, this shift's shit, but should be on this stuff. Oh, same everywhere. Yeah, same but in all no, industries. No, I love it. Yep. I, yeah. I love it what I do. I don't love missing out on stuff and I don't love being away from your kids. That sucks. Yep. But the rewards out of it. Are great. Yeah, yeah, gives you that freedom to do what you want to do. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, just got a text message on my phone before I come here to say my block had settled. So I've yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Nobody else knows that, so that's yeah. Funny. Well, there you go. They will now. <laughs> they definitely. Millions will now. of people that listen to this, everyone will know. Don't say the address for Christ's sake. That's no. Jiffy will be setting up there and having a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'll be guaranteed. It's in the vicinity. Of yeah. Home. That'll happen. Jiffy. Don't worry. You'll have to put up with him. That's for sure. Um. As far as getting into your role, was there any barriers or did you face any sort of pushback from male employees or did you cop anything like that down there at all or are they pretty accepting of you? No, they're great. Yeah, real good. Excellent. Yeah. Times have certainly changed, haven't they? Definitely. There's plenty of girls down there. Like, it'd be 
We're especially truckies, half half, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. No, nah, it's definitely no disregard to women whatsoever. Yep. Everyone's real equal down there. It's Good. awesome. That's how it should be. Um, now another thing my sources tell me, <laughs> talking about smashing stereotypes, so oh, golly. drag racing is also oh, a pretty male dominated area, I would have thought. However, a young girl in her early twenties decided to race a Gemini at the drags apparently and won a title. Is I that did correct? race a Gemi, but I did win a title in a VK comedy. Oh, sorry. No, a lot of people say that. Yeah, no, the picture in the paper was definitely a VK Commodore. Yeah, how yeah. did that come about? You obviously used to go to the drags. Yes. And thought, I'll have a crack at this. Well, a boy fee at the time, um, he was into it, and a good mate, Ben Ahern, who's, yep. he frightened the life out of me, like, in a car, and, like, loved it, but also frightened the shit out of me. Mm. He'd take me around... Um, airport roundabout, and he'd say, "Let's see how far, see how far we can get around here sideways." Yep. We got maybe 0.5 of a meter before the thing went straight around. Jesus! Like the adrenaline was there, the car was there, and they're like, "Just get in and go for a drive. Just it's easy." Taught me how to do a burnout. You, Which is important to know. Definitely, you've got to have a burnout. On this. <laughs> got to do a burnout. Yeah. Girls do a burnout. Yeah. So that was fun. That was very male dominated. So a girl going into that, that was, that was, oh, that scared the shit out of me. Yep. Watching the really big V8s with the blow off. Yeah. Like, oh, they were bad. But mine was a little 202 black motor VK Commodore. Mm. As long as your times were consistent. That's how I won it, obviously. Yep. Just keep it long. That, yeah, that was good. It was fun. That's a different adrenaline rush to a lot of stuff. I but... reckon. And how were the, the, the supporters? Like, were mainly male supporters, I'd imagine. Were yeah, they pretty supportive of yeah. you, were they? Girlfriends would be there with them, but they wouldn't say much. I think they'd just kick back and watch. But yep. No, they were, oh, got Jay, say her, Ben. Like, they thought it was great. Yep. So that's good to know. It's just, yeah, good to know. Excellent. That's good. Bloody tracks. Yeah, don't worry, I get all the inside goss, don't worry about that. I've got sources everywhere. Um, lastly, last thing that I, I want to touch on, and um, I know that you've had some tough times personally. You spoke about, you know, having a bit of a struggle at, at, at certain points in, in your life and, um, you know, with people close to you and, and things like that. And we won't go into too much detail, you know, out of respect for everyone involved and everyone's going fine now, but I just wanted to know what steps did you take to, to get your life to how you wanted it? So how can you say this? Um, drugs are shit. That's all I've got to say. Yep. They wreck lives, which sucks. Yeah. In a big way. And what sort of steps did you take to get back on your feet again? Uh, the support from family was for, and friends, for sure. If I didn't have my family and friends there to help me through it, because I just thought that's my life. Like, my life's what I'm doing. This is what I have to do. I've got to try and fix it. Yep. But when I couldn't fix it and seeing the visual side of how it panned out, that got me. And then I didn't think I could... I had nowhere to go. I thought, this is my life. Like, What sort of advice would you have for anyone dealing with the 
the same issues anyone else that's sort of in that sort of situation to have a look around you i know it sounds cliche if you've got people telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing then you probably shouldn't or should be doing it like listen to people and sometimes it's just taking that first step isn't it you're not going to fix it you're not going to fix it overnight it's just reaching out and saying i think i've got a bit of a problem i I want help yeah oh definitely and like and the closest one to you listen to them yeah they're not feeding you full of shit they want you to get better they want you to be the person that you used to be it's mostly how I think just seeing other people and friends that have also gone that down that road you can be a better person you can bring your life back on track just listen to people around you like definitely yeah and yeah. what um what advice would you have to any um, females who want to get into something, whether it be football or employment or something like that, but think, you know, I can't do that. Girls don't do that. What would you say to them? I'll say that's a cock of shit. <laughs> do it. If you want to play footy, play footy. Yeah, you might get bruises. Yeah, you might get knocked out. Yeah, you might bust a wrist. But you're going to have fun doing it. If yeah. you've got the eager to play do it if you want to go and drive a mining truck if you want to be a cement worker if you want to weld something do it if that's what you want to do bloody do it why did I wait till I was 40 to do it but (laughs) it's better late than never for sure I really should have been a builder (laughs) I could build my own house there's still time I say that now yeah that's true you've got a good builder in the family surely they'll look after you oh mate he's (laughs) He can't even build his own house. Yeah, he's flat out. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's my next trick. I've got to find a builder. Yeah. That's all I've got for you, mate. Oh, wow. Thanks that, for Was that me. painful or was it no, pretty that, painless? That was pretty good. Good? I'm intri- intrigued about the, the the stuff you found out about me. Oh, or you'd be surprised my... who I touch base with. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's for sure. But no, I just, I just want to say, mate, like um, you know, from from someone that's that's known you growing up, you know, you've you've always, you know, been happy to give anything a go, and I think that's a you know a very admirable trait. I know there's a lot of people out there that would want to do something, but they think of the reasons why they can't do it and and that sort of thing. And you're obviously you've always been a doer, and you know, seeing you smash down those stereotypes of you know starting women's football, driving a haul truck for God's sake, you know, <laughs> it's it's something that I think all you know, young girls and even, you know, older women that do want to make a career change, you know, I think it's a it's an inspirational story because you can do it. Um, you've just gotta you've just gotta take that first step and Definitely. and go and do it. And, you know, people like yourselves, um, I take my hat off to you because you're the trailblazers, not just in football but in, in life. Like, you know, in ten years time it's not gonna be unusual for for women to be outnumbering guys in certain industries so that's for sure which it was probably never going to be that that way until people took that first step so yep. yeah so keep doing that mate keep smashing it thanks and very much thanks for having me no worries my pleasure thanks for listening people i hope you enjoyed that chat as much as i did and i hope you took plenty out of it summer's great fun to sit and have a chat with and you can see why she and her family are so well loved As Summer says, if you have a goal in life, whatever it is, even if it's outside the norm, just bloody do it. 
Also, if you have a quick second and you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and follow to make sure you're up to date with everything that's happening at Talkart. And to anyone out there wanting to sponsor the podcast, make sure you contact us ASAP before we go global and you miss the boat. Also, anyone out there who'd like to suggest a guest with a great story, make sure you let us know. For anyone out there having their own struggles who wants to have a chat to someone, you can call Lifeline on 131114, Men's Line Australia on 1300 789978, or you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636.